Welcome, ready to Comedy on Edge presents the chat show. Our guest today is Adam Richard. And Adam, you've got a big announcement to make with regards to your series Outland. When's it coming back to TV? Is this is this going to be like one of those comic books where the front cover has got nothing to do with what's on the inside? They'll have to listen to find out. <laughs> Welcome to Comedy on Edge presents the chat show. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. We're live in Edge HQ on the dials. Is Ryan. Special comments, Crawford. How are you, buddy? I'm really good, Mark. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I like that you've, you've committed. It's a pretty warm day and you've got the sunglasses and the hat on the head. That's pretty uh, good Absolutely. Work. Yeah, yeah. You've got to you sun safe, particularly when you're inside. I know. Indoors. Yeah. It's all good. I like yeah. that. You're just ready just in case you need just the sun. Yeah. I like the preparedness. Yep. Bit, well, you're prepared. Speaking of unprepared, Lester Diamond, <laughs> you're here. Good afternoon, gentlemen. And how are you doing, buddy? Mate, I'm fantastic. I'm pumped. I'm pumped, I'm pumped, I'm pumped. You're excited, I like that. I just the... had pork ribs, so, you know. Well, it was, yeah, we just we just went out to... You've had an impressive morning. You rocked up this morning. Do you have two pies this morning? Two pies for breakfast, pork ribs for lunch. And also a couple of bur- a couple of sliders and some chips, too. Oh, mini burgers don't count, come oh, on. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're, yeah. you're just a heart attack waiting to happen. I love it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Well, welcome. And our special guest, he's M- Melbourne-based. He's radio, TV. He's on Speaks of Specs. He's a comedian currently up here doing the Harold Park for the Sydney Comedy Festival. Adam Richard, welcome. Hi. It's good to have you. It's Now, did you start... Whereabouts did you start doing comedy? In Melbourne. In Melbourne. But yeah. you, were you in Sydney at some stage? I did the Comic of the Year competition in 1997. Oh, wow. At the Herald Park, which was hosted by Malcolm, the which is Tom Gleeson's character at the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, and I came third. Oh, wow. Do you remember who won that year? Uh, Peter Egner. Oh, Peter Egner, yes. And yes. Uh, Greg Sullivan came second. Oh, wow. I wow. know. Was, uh, and I had this really rancid joke about uh, Michael Hutchins, who was not long dead. Yeah, I was thinking I was just <laughs> to the maths in my head. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, Kim Wilson, who was on the front cover of the Woman's Day that week, having you know, confessed to spending the night with him beforehand, uh, was one of the judges. Oh, wow. my And you still God. came third. That's... I still did that gag. That's... Everyone's like, are you going to do it? You're not going to do it. You're not going to, she's here. I'm like, why do I care? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's pretty, so you knew going into the gig that she was in, oh, yeah, obviously she, she was, was a judge. Because yeah. I've done, I've done, have you, have you ever said something about someone and then found out later on that they're in the crowd or? Uh, I've done it deliberately. <laughs> <laughs> like um, Anthony Clear and Tim Campbell came to the the shelf one one week, and I've been doing this Anthony Clear routine forever. So I just dragged it out of the you know Coriol closet, dusted it off, and and got him to wander on stage in the middle of it and just go, "I'm right here." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the punchline of the joke was about you know being able to fit him all in. So. <laughs> <laughs> The nice. audience went mental. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. See, I remember when I was a very, like when I first started comedy, I was doing an open mic at the comedy store mm. and I did a joke about the Canterbury Bulldogs. No one told me until I got off stage that they were in the crowd. All of them? There was, was about, like three. The big, 
the one who was the punchline, Willie Mason, was okay. there. The, the big, the big one. Who, I don't know if you've ever seen. I'm, I'm a pretty tall. I'm about six foot one, about hundred kilos. Mm. Willie's way bigger than me. Yes. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't spot him in the audience. He's not exactly small. Was he, was he, was he sporting the afro at the time? <laughs> Makeup is a shot. When you're on stage, they have these things called lights. I know you're not used to the big rooms. <laughs> you can't really see the crowds. He's, he's, he's a big dude, though. He cast a hell yeah, of a shadow. He would, he would yeah. obliterate the lighting. Oh, I, I went out. I remember the half time. I sort of peeked my head out. The comedy store's got a green room, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I saw, and I'm like, oh, they're not joking. I stayed in that green room till long after the show had gone. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, is it is the green room still technically the cleaning closet? <laughs> There's a shower there now too. So There's a shower in there? There is yeah, no, is somebody, is somebody, somebody there was, squatting in there or something. There was just a bucket and a mop. <laughs> and you'd stand next to that before you went on. It's like, oh yay. Yeah, it's it's not much bigger. It's okay. I think if you have well they have they have their showcases there now, so I don't yeah. know how I think they have to have you know, Ross two in, two out, two in. It's not it's not got a star on the door above the word janitor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well they are, they are green room. So you which did you do, other than the Harold Park, did you do the, any of the earlier comedy store inclinations up here? Uh, no, the first time I did the comedy store was when they just moved to what was then Fox Studios. And uh, I remember assaulting someone in the audience. Oh, wow. <laughs> assaulting someone. It was like one of those Tuesdays where the poor kids had been desperate to get a gig for months and, you know, writing their name on a list, you know, wanting to do a spot. And I was emceeing and... Yeah, some guy kept heckling. And I was making it really clear. I'm like, heckle me. I'm happy to be heckled. Um, and he's like, I just want to do a spot. I want to do a spot. And I'm like, dude, you've heckled everyone who's been on tonight. You need to write your name on a list like everyone else. I'm not giving you a spot just because you're drunk and annoying. And um, he got in, he got up and stood on the table. He said, no, I want to do a spot. So I walked out across the tables and pushed him on the floor. <laughs> And then the rest of the audience would just laugh at anything I said because they were terrified. <laughs> like, the giant homo's going to kill us. <laughs> and that guy went on to be Chris Lilly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds more like Chris Winehouse's gear. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yes. Yes. You just checked in for glasses before you went on board. <laughs> I'm not commenting on No comment. That. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. So you've been down in Melbourne. You've been on right. You've Breakfast radio for a fair... For 10 years. Yeah, I was nearly... I was talking to someone the other day. I nearly moved to Sydney because I was here for like five months of the year working mm. when I was just doing stand-up. And then... So I decided to move in 2004 and then started Breaking Radio in November 2003 and thought it would last like three months because I'd done a Breaking Radio show before and I'd gone nowhere. And uh, But yeah, 10 years later, I was still there. Still there. That's, that's, that's pretty... That's so almost... I finished last November. Oh, wow. It was a big year for... Because Husey, he would have been about the same time. Yeah, he'd been doing Hughes. it 12 years. 12 years. a couple years before I even started, yeah. And how that, now that you've switched from the breakfast... How, you, you liking the sleep-ins? Or? Yeah, I like the sleep-ins. I like... Uh, I just... I feel like I haven't had a day off for like about 18 months. Because I went... Like there was some overlap between doing radio and Spicks and Specs. So... We just finished filming a couple of weeks ago, so I, yeah, I finished this week of gigs in Sydney, and then I'll have a rest. <laughs> rest, you, you just be relaxed, can't yeah. you? Going on holiday anywhere? Or? No, just you know, maybe putting my head in a bucket, yeah. just <laughs> hiding, just not answering the phone for a month. No <laughs> tweeting, no. Oh, I'll probably still do that. The voice will be on. <laughs> <laughs> It is really fun. I like now that you can like you can tell who's gigging and who's not by just going on Twitter and seeing your friends. <laughs> yeah, you know, tweeting. Them. Although the other day I went home from a gig and tweeted the voice. <laughs> I like. I got a friend of the show, Nathan Lenton, who's been on. He's a young comic. Mm. Um, he, his favorite trick to do is 
um, go to TweetDeck and pre-program his tweets. Oh, yeah, I do so, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you, people will be like, hang on, he's at a gig, but he's still doing that. <laughs> yeah, we had, um, we had Seth Sentry on Spix the other night, which was recorded, you know, months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had to give him tweet topics to rap at the end of the show. Oh. He does these raps based on tweet, Twitter, which he doesn't... That actually, that episode aired this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he does that on his YouTube channel and stuff. So, I had to, because I had a gig at the Herald Park, I had to program all my tweets to go out via the tweet deck. So, it looked like I was giving him the topics on the day. Oh. I know, I'm sorry to ruin it for anyone who thought it was oh. real and I was, <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, this is great. They did, it's topical now, but I, I knew, see, I knew it was recorded early. I'm like, this is amazing. Just ruin Ruin the magic of the show. Because I used to, when I was doing my TV show, Outland, I used to tweet as my character. Like, he had his own account. And, uh, yeah, one night I was, I had to be out somewhere. So, I had a a cut of the episode and I just programmed all the tweets to go out in the bits where, you know, he wasn't in the show. (laughs) So, it looked like he was off tweeting the entire time. (laughs) Show business ruined. (laughs) (laughs) It was it was a narrative comedy. It had been yeah. recorded two years earlier. <laughs> you know, I remember Outland. You took, it took a while to get that one to air, didn't it? Yeah, it was weird. Well, we kind of we fell in this weird hole uh, in between a regime change at the ABC where the person who commissioned it and then the person, like she left, and then the person who got it and was in charge of it, she just left. And so there was kind of this whole... It was us and Frank Woodley's show, and they just went... Oh, let's get that rid of these things and put them on in summer and we'll just be done with it. We don't have to worry about it anymore. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, we went to air in like January or something stupid. It's like that episode of Seinfeld when they actually get the show commissioned and yeah. then, then the, the guy goes missing at sea. I didn't like your show. It's been axed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a regime That's joke. what it feels like at the ABC. Like, um... Jane and Gina, when they were doing uh, Kath and Kim the first time, had the same problem. Like our director that we had, Kev Carlin, got paid to direct Kath and Kim, but never actually directed it. Oh, wow. Because like they'd they'd been commissioned and then there was a regime change and they decided they didn't want the show. So there was a court case and then it was decided, yes, they, they had enough agreement that there was to be a show. So they ended up doing Kath and Kim, even though the regime didn't want it. It was wow. the of the whole like, yeah. decade. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a public serv it's the public service, mm. the ABC. It runs on the you know, the smell of an oily mm. rag. And well, and they've now, taken away the rag now, yeah. it's just the oil. <laughs> it's just the oil, just <laughs> a spill on the floor. <laughs> the spill the, the budget cut. Yeah. Like, you know, they're really under resourced. Like the publicity department, you know, they open a window in Ultimo and yell out into the street that the show's on and that's their job done for the week. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's you always tell around the time of Logies when like you'll see like, you know, when Ash Ketty up channel 10 will have all their three advertise like three yeah. viewers will see ads for her you know channel <laughs> 7 will have whoever's from home and away and then adam hills might tweet that he's been up for one too so it's yeah. i think they're not allowed to do that yeah i think reason. yeah you might be right yeah i think they might be not allowed to well yeah because you're not like you're not allowed to advertise the so. logies kind of insist that you call it well the tv week TV oh, and TV the abc oh. aren't allowed to mention the tv week yeah, it's advertising. Oh, really? Right? I think that, I don't even know if they're allowed to mention the Logies. Who's buying TV entity. Week? Oh, teenagers and <laughs> old women. <laughs> home and away fans. Yeah, home and away fans. <laughs> people, they love people it. People who looked at Branch stacked the Logies, basically. <laughs> no, it still existed. Seriously. Would you yeah. see that? Um, like at the, I know we're dating Logies a couple of weeks ago. Home and away got best drama. Yeah. Like I'm like you know it, it is what it is, but I was thinking to be a golden age for how Australian could it be well? something like like because Australia I think one thing we do at the moment well is drama yeah and like not like Home and Away is very for what it is it's very good but comparing it to something like Redfern now it wasn't best drama it was most oh, was it, popular oh, was it, drama oh, okay. 
There's my research. But still. It was the most popular drama, and it was voted for by the writers of TV uh, Week. Oh, I thought it was... Uh, you just okay. want to look at people holding surfboards. Yeah. So yeah. And, ha- you know, it was very dramatic this year. Tasma Walton blew up half the town. That's true. She did. She, <laughs> I would never have picked her as the bomb. I know. <laughs> I love the fact that she was clearly pregnant when she was filming it, so she was often holding the bomb in front of her stomach. <laughs> It was a big bomb. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, so I'm just going to walk into this cafe holding this briefcase right here. <laughs> it's like Home and Away's warning in you euphemism for pregnancy. Is, you know, people people like, is holding people the like sorry, I've got to go on maternity leave. I'm carrying a bomb. <laughs> I think the worst one I saw of that was C.C. Babcock off The Nanny. Remember that, like, offside? Oh, yeah. She was so heavily pregnant. Yeah, but she, they she, played on that, yeah. too. Like, they sort of, there was, they, they gave a nod, it. like, yeah, she was using the really <laughs> stupid props. She was like, I'm driving a giant at one stage. <laughs> It's like on the X-Files when Scully was pregnant. She just did a lot of autopsies. Loads of <laughs> With a white coat. And yeah. it's, it's the same with, um, this is a bit nerdy, but the same with the Star Trek Doctor in Next Gen. She got oh, pregnant yes. for like a couple of seasons and she was always wearing the, the big blue the, coat. The, the doctor's coat all yeah. of a sudden that never existed in you know, order before. Because <laughs> she had to wear that skin tight jumpsuit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they did quite a good job of hiding that. Lots of, lots of like uh, shoulders up shots for her. Yeah. <laughs> So Adam, didn't you do a celebrity um, bit on the radio with with the with the with the LA celebrities and the? Oh, that's the all classes? I did. That's what I did for ten yeah, years. Yeah. So I mean, I, like I did the own news, but from Melbourne. <laughs> 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 Only I wrote and researched my own news and then get some asshole to do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must get this all the time at biggest prick. Um, <laughs> I like that Lester doesn't go nicest guy, great. It's just like biggest prick. You must biggest get this all the time. It was no one was ever really an asshole. I was disappointed by people. Mm. That was the worst thing. Like um like Michael Richards. Yeah, came yeah. in. And was this pre or post racist rant? Yeah. Uh, it was pre racist rant. So it's and current, current coke, coke snorting. But <laughs> post Seinfeld. He'd come in to plug the Seinfeld box set or like season four had come out on DVD or something. He was in the country and filming some weird, uh, you know, documentary about himself that I've never seen. <laughs> I don't think you're alone in that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he had like, like 14 cameras coming in and he just was. He was just prickly, like, mm. and he was really serious. Like, this was this became my euphemism for shit interviews. When my boss would go, my producer would be like, "How was it?" I'd be like, "He's really serious about his craft." <laughs> <laughs> he takes his comedy very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I got, I was like, I interviewed um, Rada Mitchell once who'd done a movie with Will Ferrell. And I was like, tell me it's like nuts on set. Like it's constant 24-7 Will Ferrell hilarity. And she's like, nah. She goes, he is the most boring, serious asshole you've ever met. <laughs> as soon as the cameras start running, hysterical. Oh, wow. But when it's yeah, not right. when there's when there's no laughs to be had by the public, nah. And I was like, oh my God, Rada, you're spilling all the beans. Well, that, that was one I wouldn't have guessed. I, would I have thought, Yeah, I would have thought it would just been like, oh, we're, we're doing a Will Ferrell movie. This is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. she said he was so dull in between takes. Like, she said her favorite person she's ever worked with was Johnny Depp, who is just 24 7 nuts and fun and, you know, playing his guitar and, you know, sharing joints with everyone. <laughs> But yeah, Will Ferrell totally serious. Man, I would have I would have guessed Will Ferrell to be like a practical joker, like to be yeah, the kind that's of, what I thought. Yeah, for sure. Like doing things like sticking people's phones to their ear and stuff like that. There you go. Well, but he but he's always fun in interviews. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like because that's you know in the public well, eye. His, his big anger man PR thing was hilarious. He just kept on going on news shows and being well, that Anchorman. was that was because I don't know if you know this, but the more publicity you do for a film to get people to go and see it on the first day, yeah. 
if it's a shit film, yeah. then you've got everyone's money and <laughs> <laughs> you don't yeah. run the risk of people tweeting yeah, and I texting that- each other going, it's shit house. <laughs> I believe that's the Michael Bay model. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get as many people in on the first day of a shit film yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that no one can uh, no one can go, oh, yeah, I might go and see that. Everyone said it's really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Like> a heist. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, there was so much publicity for that film. I just went, oh, this is going to be awful. <laughs> They're not letting this film stand on its own two feet in any way. For Anchorman, yeah, Anchorman was great though. The second Anchorman one, second no, one. not the second one. Oh, the no. first, the first one was first great, one was but good. they did hardly any publicity yeah. for that. No, he was doing of... the tour with the, no, the no, news thing. No, that was no, 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 second one. He didn't do much for the first one. No. Yeah. Right. I thought first it was first one was all... sort of that. St- no, the, the the publicity for the second movie went for so long it felt like it had been going since the first one came yeah, out. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. I think it got, I think I remember seeing it on the project going, yeah. oh yeah. And I said, I remember texting my girlfriend and go, oh, let's go see Anchorman this weekend. And then I, I went and looked it up and it's like, it doesn't come out for another two months. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was so much pre publicity. But yeah, it was just, they wanted to create so much anticipation that, yeah, you'll always find if there's a shit film, more of the stars will come to Australia. Like yeah, it's yeah. like we're not a big market for the, for cinema, but no. if they think they can trick us into going to the movies, <laughs> well, I always I always know when a t- when a tour is not selling well. Like we're a podcast, we're very low in the chain of publicity. Mm. But if I get a PR going, hey, do you want this really weird, unusual big star? I go, wow, they really. really I turned out I, I won't know who it was, but I turned down a pretty prominent Irish singer. Really, and, and I was like, part of me is like, should I do it? And I'm like, I don't think I can talk to them for forty minutes. But it was just, it was weird. It was just a weird, I almost thought. Some publicists just Google, you know, what's, what's, you know. Yeah, just Google what's on. We can get. No, we got on. We got on a we got on a mailing list for a publicist because when um, just for last was here, I contacted to try and get some interviews and got fobbed off. But one publicist gave us. They gave us. Actually, I can't name names. I'm name the publicist. (laughs) But I'm on their mailing list now, and I'll get all these press releases for. All these weird tours, like singers, yeah. circus tours, and I still get movie stuff because I used to do gossip and do movie interviews and stuff. But yeah, I still like I got an email the other day about the the Interstellar trailer being on before Godzilla, and I went, "Oh, that's a bad sign." <laughs> it's like, oh, we've got this really hyped film that's coming out. We've got five minutes of it before some of the film people might want to go and see. Yeah, <laughs> what do you think? Do you think Godzilla's going to be good oh, or looks I, good? It's looks got good Cranston. to me. I know yeah. that, but yeah, you know what? People seem to make this weird mistake that actors have written the movies. <laughs> <laughs> He just turns up and does a gig. Yeah, yeah true, true. But yeah, he can deliver. Like <laughs> He can deliver, but you know, what if he's got not much to deliver? Also, we're talking about a film that stars Khloe Kardashian. Is she? Is she? Oh, yeah. she plays Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Good stuff>. Boom. <laughs> We Take have that, a, We have the sizzle reel. <laughs> <laughs> we talk See, about. You could never say I was serious about my craft. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about someone who's serious. I was in um, LA in February, and I had an embarrassing moment with a celebrity. Ooh. Have you ever dealt with Snooky? No. Why would I want to? I, I used to like. I used to say to my boss, I was like, "Please tell me I don't have to talk about anything that's on Foxtel or Channel 11. <laughs> <laughs> so it meant when I went to the Logies, I didn't have to talk to the Neighbours stars anymore. <laughs> oh. oh come on, Toady. Yeah, he's lovely, but you know, but, well, he's I, on Channel 11. I really liked his performance in the Weight Watchers commercial. <laughs> Well, he, speaking oh, of, um, yeah. oh, so sorry. I speak of, well, I used to work, oh, actually, I won't name that, but I used to work on a show that was You're all about prominent. not naming what? names today. <laughs> I want to work. <laughs> they're great, they're great stories, Mark. We, just, we need some, we need you know names, what? we need details. No one has yet successfully sued a podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, no one's oh, tried. 
Well, they, they, they know they yeah. don't make any money. That's well, <laughs> I think that's the thing. It's like you would have to go, you know, you'd have to prove that you'd d- been defamed to an audience that didn't already think you were a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. No, I was just going to say, this show, it's one I want to work with in future, but right, well, the guy who plays Toady was pestering to be on there for years, like five, he wanted to be on this show, and mm. they just like, no, we're no, not letting no. you on. No. Oh, it was awkward. Wow. But yeah, getting back to Snooki, I ran into her in Beverly Hills, and it was really embarrassing, because I actually knew who she was, oh. and I was, she, she scowled, the scowl on her face, <laughs> it was just like, she's... Well, that's I, permanent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I thought, like, I thought I'd seen her on Jersey Shore, and she's, I'm a big wrestling fan, she'd done a cameo in the wrestling, <laughs> she was at WrestleMania 27, I thought, oh, Snooki, and then it was like, yeah, she's just, she's really tiny, like... Yeah, she's like, she looks like a beer keg with boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I think technically she would be a little person. Like, I think on the definition of height. <laughs> she's in Munchkin Land. Yeah, but I well, thought she would have been... I know she's an Oompa Loompa because she's bright orange. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true, the orangeness. Well, getting on, on the flip side to what Lester said, have you ever met anyone, like any big celebrity that you're like, they're a really nice person? I'm sure um, there's a lot of them, but like... Yeah, most of them. But has anyone really, really nice. shocked you, like... Who's been super nice? Yeah, like is there someone that you went in not expecting much and then had just had an awesome time? Oh, Nia Vidalos, <laughs> you know from the My Big Fat Creek wedding. Yeah, she was cool. Yeah. She oh, was yeah. awesome. Like mm. I'm like she started tweeting me after the like we got a photo taken for the interview and stuff. Mm. And then when I was in LA, I just happened to mention she's like, oh, let's have catch up and have pie. So oh, we really? went awesome. and had lunch with her. She was amazing. Ah. Like just and she'd just done this massive big. Uh, she'd just come from a huge day of publicity. She'd done some film with I think Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts. <laughs> And then just came and had pie with me in some laneway in LA. And then drove me around in her car. Like, wow. awesome human that's being. Pretty, yeah, that's, I know. that's amazing. Just from some dickhead that did an interview with her on a radio station. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and she's got family that live in Sydney, though. Like her, oh, okay. I think her sister and her brother-in-law live here. So, yeah. But still, that's going beyond them. I know. You, you didn't expect, like, this week at the Harold Park, just your tweet, oh, I'm at the Harold Park. And she's like, oh, can I get two comps for me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. It's been awesome, yeah. <laughs> like, when movie interviews, all I want to see one time is someone to be honest. Like, so how, um, how's it like working with so-and-so? You know what? It was a massive cut. <laughs> <laughs> People do do that. Like, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. Megan Fox did it about Michael Bay, and that's why yeah. she wasn't in Transformers <laughs> 3. Yeah. And what's his name did it too? What, uh, what's Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Is it Shia? Shire, yeah. Shire, yeah. I, don't, I don't really care what it is, actually. Well, he's, <laughs> he's gone now since his plagiarism scandal. Yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah. He's got a totem pole. Paper bag on his head. <laughs> <laughs> what was the paper bag? I must have missed oh, that one. He did a red carpet with a paper bag on his head for some reason. I don't know. He was high. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the reason. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, so he's, well, he's not in Transformers 4. But I, yeah. did, I saw Scarlett Johansson. I watched a, like a live stream of, I think it was the Avengers Red Carpet. This, this was my life for 10 years. <laughs> I would have to watch these annoying Red Carpets to try and get a grab to play on air. And it was Scarlett Johansson. She turned up at the Avengers premiere and she clearly like was like, yeah, yeah, it's just another day. And someone said, oh, wow, this is a great dress. What are you wearing? She goes, oh, it's, um, you know, and she said what it was. She goes, you know what, to be honest, I've just come from the gym. And she goes, and I had my tracksuit pants on. And I thought, why can't I just wear them? Why can't I just come here in my sweatpants? <laughs> and she goes, but no, I stopped off and got changed. <laughs> And I went, oh, I love Scarlett Johansson now. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah, that's changed my, like, my view of it. That's pretty cool. Like, she just literally turned up and gone, oh, I don't care. Talk, talking about being kind of honest at those sort of uh, junkets, those media junket things, there was, there was a really good YouTube video of Mila Kunis and she's um, being interviewed by some dude who's clearly an amateur. 
Oh, so, is that the British guy? Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and so, and she just kind of helps me out by saying, now you want to ask me about this? <laughs> and, I, and I'll tell you this. And now you're going to ask me about, was it good on set? And I'll say, yeah, it was loads of fun. It was brilliant. It was really good. Her. That is really fun. And he keeps inviting her to go to um, Oport, not Oporto, like Nando's. Nando's, <laughs> Nando's yeah. It's like, we can get a Nando's and the, the football. Was he meant to be a bad interviewer? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Because like I remember a... seeing a guy like that, oh, maybe in the, like, it was someone goes, he goes, oh, Steve Martin, it was a red carpet he called Steve Martin over he goes and Steve Martin's going oh you're from the BBC I love the BBC <laughs> and then he goes so Steve did you decide to stop being funny and Steve, <laughs> Steve Martin just walks off <laughs> excellent brutal things but that's that. kind of like because we're so used to the polish and the, mm. the you know the overproduced nature of things mm. like I think that's why that kind of anti-comedy movement is kind of taking hold at the moment and people love those interviews where it's just not like all the other e-news kind of mm. crap that goes on. So, yeah, I think we've been saturated with things being a little bit too polished. Yeah. Did you ever get, like, a lot of your interviews, did you have any questions vetoed? Like, did, was that oh, a comment? yeah. <laughs> I used to go around the back door, though. <laughs> I once had um, I once had Giselle Bunchen. I know, why am I talking to a supermodel about anything? But <laughs> she was out p- promoting her shoes, and she... Had a, a few personal issues going on at the time, and uh, there was a big strict no personal questions policy. And so I'd kind of, you know, I just said, Look, do you get upset when you read things about yourself? Like, you know, for instance, there was a story about her sending a gift basket to the woman who just had a baby with the guy she'd just, you know, started seeing. Because, like, he was, a, I think he's a footballer. He's Tom, Tom Brady, yeah. Yeah, yeah and he'd gotten some that. actress knocked up and then <laughs> left her for <laughs> Giselle Bunchen <laughs> while she was still pregnant. Man, those sports people are good role models. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, and the publicist, like, you could hear in the interview going, Adam, I told you, no personal question. And Giselle's gone, no, 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 I want to answer this one. <laughs> <laughs> And so she started like, because she thought that I was really interested in how she felt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I just wanted to get a grab of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, but like, about the publicist, is it like Ab Fab, like with his publicist in the background? You know? Oh, there's like seven of them, darling. Like. It's it becomes like it becomes unwieldy. Like we did interviews with um, the High School Musical girls when they came out here, and they. So there was the movie publicists, the Australian ones, and then each. Then there was the American movie publicist, and each actress had their own publicist (laughs) that came into the room. So anytime you veered even close to anything vaguely on the interesting, (laughs) one of them would go, no, stop flapping in the background, and it was just yeah, it was madness. So, so what's the uh, the plural for that? A, a hierarchy of publicists? <laughs> yeah. a, cluster, a clusterfuck of publicists. <laughs> I think it's a needy of publicists. It's a hierarchy <laughs> of, of squawking twats. Is it, is it a gram of publicists? <laughs> I think it's a, um, uh, a dramatic scarf of publicists. By the way, if there's any publicists that want to work with me, that's fine. That's sometime in the future. You want, you want a publicist? <laughs> I don't know. Just... You, have to, you have to pay them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't they, do it for nothing. They're quite costly too. They're really they're expensive. Really... What's well, a shit job? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's ringing and begging people to talk to people that they don't want to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, being, was, was there anybody that you sort of had lined up in an interview and you're just like, I really don't want to do this one? Oh, yeah, heaps of them. But, you know, sometimes they're fun. It's, I don't, yeah, they're, it's, it's, yeah. Like the worst one was I did the media room for the Logies once 
or maybe twice. And you, it's the, you know the room where people go into after they've won an award and yeah. then the media want to talk to them. So, A, the me- like imagine your worst media night ever and there's no actual audience in there. It's just media. <laughs> so they thought I was a pain in the ass <laughs> trying to do gags. Hey? <laughs> and uh, so I'd have to ask questions of the people that came in and then open it up to the media and be like, does anyone else have a question? And, you know, there are people they just don't want to talk to and they're not, you know, polite about it. <laughs> they yeah, just right. all start milling around and talking and eating. So it's like the guy comes in for best documentary. It's like, wow, that was a really hard-hitting uh, story about, you know, children in the white slave trade. Um, any questions? No, good. Make me talk to him. Uh- <laughs> 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 like, you know, it's just it's when you start earning your money. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that can't all be fun. Well, that's right. Um... I think it's time. You yeah. got some questions? We for do. It? We have we have one segment on this podcast. Cool. Um, it's Ryan's just a segment. Just a segment. Well, segment. we're not. We don't do the pre-production. It's, <laughs> let's be honest. This isn't Green Guide letters. We don't put in the effort. Have you have you have you seen Green Guide letters? <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to mate of the show, Steel Saunders, who we may or may not have been recording with this morning. <laughs> oh, no. Well, actually, before we get into our segment, um, you had one of what. The first ever request I've had from when I was booking you to mm-hmm. appear, the, you're like, do you have any cats? Oh, yeah. Now, I got that back. And in my mind, I was like, do I have to have a cat for him to stro-? Like, I just thought. <laughs> oh, like, oh, Katy Perry apparently has kittens that she has to have on set. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought it was that. Any I was like, kittens? is he a big cat fan? No. I don't. I, and I thought, well, I've got a mate with a cat. I? And then it was like, you. You're I'm, allergic to I'm allergic to cats. And Steel Saunders has the fluffiest pussy on the face. <laughs> <of the world. laughs> and those fans out there, I know there. I love Green Guy Letters, hosted by great comic Steel Saunders. He's been on this one a couple of times. He's got a cat. I don't I don't think it's a cat. It looks it doesn't look real from what no, I've never it seen it. It moves and it it purrs and meows and it has its around. own Twitter account. Yeah. Jerry the Persian. Jerry's uh, fluffy. Yeah. It might be an Angora rabbit. <laughs> But like, you know when you see someone, because I get asthma from it and I get itchy and I can't breathe and it's horrible. Like, you know when you see someone drowning on television? That's how I feel when someone <laughs> yeah. puts a cat to their face. I just go, <gasps> yeah, stop, yeah. stop, stop. <laughs> well, I've, I've discovered recently that I'm sort of not nowhere near as bad as what you're describing. It's slightly allergic to cats because like, well, I was rehearsing my comedy show with my partner in crime, mm-hmm. um, Matt Coffey, and we were sort of doing... Uh, we were doing our bits and he, he gave me, like he was holding this thing as a sort of stand-in mic just to practice. Yeah. And uh, and then he finished his set and he gave it to me and I'm standing there and after about five minutes I'm starting to get blocked up and my eyes starting oh to water. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, what what is this? Maybe I'm really having a reaction to the cats and I looked at this thing and said, what is this? It's like oh that's just the thing we used to get the cat hair off everything. Just <laughs> <laughs> been holding it in front of my face for five minutes. Just... Do you want to hear something really disturbing? Yeah. It's their saliva that you're allergic to. Oh, really? And because they lick themselves all over. They're gross. Yeah. All of their hair is covered in spit. Yeah, that would make sense. So you're inhaling cat spit and it's making you (laughs) itchy. That's that's excellent. Now I don't feel so much as eyes watering, I'm just nauseous. (laughs) (laughs) I've just just got this sudden urge. If there are any hand wash or sanitizers out there that want to sponsor the show, just send us a free product. (laughs) Just just buy me a bubble to live in or something. So there's a cat that lives too. Like he's never come. He used. There's this cat, two doors down mm. and every day I get from work he just sits on the fence and looks at me and I like and That's I was so like weird. and then one day I came home and my former flatmate who for this reason is no longer my flatmate mm. I come in and I and the cat's on the bed and I go what's it doing in here and he goes oh he comes and has a nap with me every day and I go I don't want a fucking cat in my house yeah, and all, now, that's yeah cats apparently do choose their owners, not the other way around. Well, this guy, yeah, I think I think we would have been, you know, if I hadn't kicked him out, we would have had a litter tray and, 
<laughs> you wouldn't have been here podcasting with us. Oh, I would have, but I would have had to take antihistamines. I would have been as loopy as I am on that other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, incidentally, go, go check out Adam Richard on I Love Green Guide Letters. There's, there's a lot, lot of Mr. Black mentions on there. <laughs> I know, just malign people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing Steel can edit. So we're really not that good at it. <laughs> It'll be just like Mr. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly right. So, Ryan's random questions. What do you got for us, buddy? I reckon I'm not going to get started until we have the theme music. Come on, Mark. the theme music? Wait, you're the random. editor. Can't you find something no, rather than me just having no, to go... You're... I reckon we're losing <laughs> viewers over this. <laughs> yeah, we could, it could be. We could Ryan's be. random questions. Okay, question number one. Some people like gardening for recreation. What's wrong with them? <laughs> <laughs> They're old. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know some people who are like younger who like it, but they're generally speaking, we find, live in apartments. These I days. find it ironic that old people love gardening because that's the one thing that goes first is your knees. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like so, there's a lot of bending over in gardening. I yeah. just plus it's just like labour. It's not recreation. I it's labour. Sometimes no. I look out my window and go, I should do something with my garden because just those weeds are not. <laughs> they're not <laughs> do attractive. You have a garden or a courtyard, or is it? It's like a courtyardy oh, yeah. thing. So we've got one out here. Like it's not that big, but. I once a year I give a go- I when around rental inspection time I'll get out there and do the weeding and I did it earlier this year and after a day the next day I couldn't move I had to take two days off work because I kept my back had seized up my knees <laughs> my <laughs> knees were gone I was sunburnt oh my god no oh. my ex boyfriend is a gardener well he was he's was a gardener the whole time we were together and uh, so our garden was shit <laughs> he didn't like to bring his work home with him um, but yeah I just make him come over once every three months and just spray all the weeds yeah. <laughs> just kill them well I looked at like because I thought to myself I was like, after this I thought oh, I'll just I'll ring up a tra- and there's someone I think where you can book a tra- I booked a tradie to come and look I said mm. look it's probably three hours work he didn't turn up I, yeah. yeah it was just yeah. tradies get better offers I think the best thing... They're like comedians. <laughs> it's like, can you, can you want to do this 50, gig, 50 buck gig at this pub? Yeah, I'll come. It's like, oh, I just got offered a $200 gig. I just won't turn up. <laughs> they won't know. They'll be fine. <laughs> they, won't, they won't notice. Someone will they'll, jump up. There'll be some needy asshole there that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 50 buck rooms are always full of tryouts, desperate to get on. <laughs> that is true. So true. We might we might get lucky with Abbott's work for the doll. Maybe gardeners will be... And, if you're under 30, you won't be able to get the doll for six yeah. months. Well, gardeners will be cheap. Do you know what? It's just going to turn into a massive cash economy, which I thought the GST was supposed to remove. Well, the good thing about that is it'll mean that the tax audits won't come after comics for their cash gigs. They'll be, <laughs> they'll be chasing the under 30 crowd. There's no cash gigs in comedy. What no, are you no, talking no, about? Never, never oh, ATO, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, no. Cash, I've never, I don't even know what never it is. Never been paid in cash. I haven't cash. seen any cash for years. <laughs> I, I work free. <laughs> I just do it for love and beer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the beer which I pay for, of course, oh, yeah. out of my own pocket. <laughs> fringe, fringe benefits tax. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. You want to do question number two? Why not? Uh, question number two. If you could destroy a type of music, as in like erase it from history, what would it be? A type of music? Oh, oh I don't know. Like, I, ages ago, I would have had like a whole list of them. But since I started doing Spicks and Specs of, you know, we have guests on who... Uh, you know, have albums out that I would never normally listen to. And so I've been listening to them and loving them. But that may also come from the fact that I spent 10 years listening to nothing but Katy Perry and Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you ask me today, I would say anything they play on Today FM or, <laughs> or The Fox, I would say, yeah, get rid of that. But then, you know, in three years' time, I might be back into that shit. Yeah, I don't think, like, I was, I think once I hit 30, I used to be a music Nazi, like I, yeah. I hate it, I hate it, I hate, it. and now I'm like mellow. Like, you just other, listen to anything. Yeah, it's just like oh, whatever. It's not on. I'll yeah. 
I went to the opera for the first time. Oh wow! A couple of months ago, I loved it. It was I, amazing. Yeah, I went. They used to have up in Sydney to have opera in the gut, like in the symphony. Like yeah, they have yeah. opera. I remember seeing Paul McDermott a couple of years ago doing the opera out there. It was yeah, really, it was, yeah, awesome. Yeah, talented chap, isn't he? So I'm getting too like fence sitters. Basically, you know, we're not getting rid of any music. Um, Death metal can fuck off. Nah, I like. I don't mind. I think everything. I think it depends on the. I mean, there are artists who I'd like to see go, but. Yeah. I just, I'm struggling to think of a genre, a whole genre, because yeah. I can think of exceptions yeah. to. Oh, well, for me, it's genre. just rap. I just get rid of rap. I no. can't stand oh it. Oh, my God. I can't stand it. Go and watch 8 Mile. Drive me nuts. <laughs> is, that, is that rap? Oh, yeah. you know what I would get rid of as a genre? Yeah. Song parodies. Song parodies. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Nick Meredith. <laughs> Assholes who have a tape playing and they sing over the top of it. Yeah. Especially if they can't so sing. So Weird Out, Weird Out, Yankovic type of thing. <laughs> Oh, see, Weird Al kind of does it at another level. Yeah, no, I think I'll, actually I'm with you. Half-assed song parody. <laughs> yeah, if you <laughs> if you can't play the song yourself, you cannot parody. It. Yeah, exactly. I think, if you've got yeah. no music ability whatsoever. Stop singing <laughs> and awkward dancing too. Oh, yeah. is Paris Hilton a parody or is that a real? One? <laughs> well, she had an album. It can't be real. It can't be real. Surely yeah, not. it was. It was a weird kind of calypso reggae vibe. So I think it technically <laughs> is a parody. A parody. Yeah. <laughs> Easy music. Uh, she's worth six hundred million. Really? Yeah. yeah. Her last name's Hilton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got a hotel or two. She was yeah. worth that before she was famous. Yeah. Though, right? Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. She's an she's, before the porn tape. I hear she was worth a billion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wiped it off. She has an, an amazing impression of a starfish. <laughs> <laughs> you watch that too. She texted people during it. She answered the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Lesser. She wasn't that into it. <laughs> no. All right. Um, question number three. This is a bit of a random one. If you, well, it's Ryan's random questions after all. <laughs> if you could become digital like Johnny Depp in Transcendence, what would you do with your time? Uh, I want to be like in Tron. <laughs> oh, well, like Tron then. You're Jeff Bridges in Tron. Um, what would I do? I would just play video games all day. That's definitely like, but what I But in them. Yeah. That totally. would be awesome. I would, you know what? I would want to become a Lego video game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you played most of those? The yes. I, played, I love I played them. a lot of them. I played the Star Wars ones and the Batman one. I haven't played the, the, the more recent one, the, oh, I've played the, all the Marvel of them. ones. You played every single all one? All of them. And do you get like all the studs and 100% all of the everything. achievements? Yeah. Everything. Like wow. a crazy person. Like a completionist. Like a nut. demented collector. Like I have to. <laughs> and one time I was so, I was playing, I think it was in the middle of, might have been the Marvel superheroes one. I was yeah. playing it so much that I was driving around, and there was <laughs> someone had put a wardrobe on the side of the road, and I I nearly drove into it, thinking if I drive into that, <laughs> it'll smash into lots of money. <laughs> it, I had to stop the, myself. The Lego stuff. I could be the blue ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, the purple ones, they're yeah. really expensive. Yeah. Excellent. I hope so you're playing Grand Theft Auto then. I used to clear in that one. Actually, I remember doing like something similar when I did uh, like just recreational go kart thing in Canberra one time, and came out of there. And actually, I was learning. I was learning to drive at the time, and oh. I was like, um, so I, I was had L plates on, drive up to to go karts, and then went in, did all your laps, and sort of started to shave seconds off your lap times and everything. Got back in the car and went around the first corner, and my brother who was teaching me to drive says, "Okay, Ryan, you're not in a go kart anymore. Like, <laughs> you just need to slow down. Don't go around that corner so fast." Yeah, I had that at playing Gran Turismo once because I was playing. You can play through, and they'll teach you how to race properly. Yeah, yeah, and like how to shave seconds off by you know yeah. going diagonally through a corner. And Taking so I started too. doing that on Punt Road, and <laughs> it's not good. And and I was playing like James Bond music in my car at the time. <laughs> 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 
those license tests on Gran Turismo are pretty full on. I know. Very, it's really hard. It's actually harder than driving. <laughs> that was a sick game. That was yeah, it was pretty good. And I had like a steering wheel, <laughs> like a Bluetooth <laughs> steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on my... <laughs> I, knew a, I knew a guy who gets so into like Gran Turismo yeah. and he had the he had the steering wheel and the, and the, and the pedal peripheral mm. and everything. He'd get so into it and so emotional that after a couple of games of it, he actually had to gaffer tape the thing to his coffee table. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'd rip it off. He'd, just be, he'd be like taking a corner too hard and off it would fly. And it was pretty funny. I bought a beanbag the other day so I could sit right in front of the television. <laughs> Your so whole vision like back, IMAX. Like in video games, do you go like back to Sega Master System or, or are you like PlayStation? You're, yeah, you're a gamer from way back? Um, yeah, I had an Atari. Well, that's oh, I, I had the Atari. That's River Raid. The original video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like, and there awesome. used to be this awesome like, I think it was called Decathlon. It was like oh, a, I think I remember that. Like an Olympics kind of thing. Yeah. And it just involved you waggling the stick and banging the button to yeah, go faster. Right. And you would come up with these hideous calluses. And it didn't matter what sport it was. No. Like it was hurdles it was always like or, bang, 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 or like pole vault. It was basically just waggle, 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 hit. And that's, <laughs> that's the whole thing. The Waggle Olympics, I think they ended up calling those yeah. sorts of games. And I even got like this stupid keyboard and I learned to program... Like, you know, it was just basic programming. <laughs> I programmed like a, a dice rolling application so I could play my Final Fantasy books or whatever they were, the yeah, fighting yeah. fantasy. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I was such a nerd. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Well, what else? So what would you do if you were digital, Lester? What, what would you do with your time? Um, He'd probably erase I'd, his criminal records. No, <laughs> He'd eat a lot of digital slides. Cover his tracks. <laughs> if I was Johnny Depp and Transcend, I'd get into my email. I'd email myself to my agent before Lone Ranger and fucking say it. <laughs> That's what I'd do. You know what? Johnny Depp has no regrets about Lone Ranger. He has quite a significant amount of money in his bank mm-hmm. account. That's the same yeah. way. Like whenever anyone tries to make me feel shit about Celebrity Splash, I'm like, dude, it paid a fifth of my mortgage. Fucking earth. I'm fine. <laughs> As in, as in people have a go at you about the, the yeah, nature how, of the work. How would you do something like Celebrity Splash? I'm like, I got paid a shitload of money to go and hang out in the pool with Josh Thomas and Bryn Edelston and Denise Drysdale. Like, that's a... Who, who doesn't want to get paid to go to the par- to baths? Before that, did you ever think, though, like, like did, you, you got injured in the... Yeah, I got concussion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but did that cross your in mind? like water. Yeah, when they... Did you like because before that there was the ice skating one where oh yeah they got really like Michael Slater I think got like a severed Achilles tendon from yeah, the skate and I talked to I was talking to um oh Peter what's his face he used to be on Changing Rooms and Ready Steady Cool oh Everett yeah and he smacked his head and yeah. got and uh, he. Like he's had a detached cornea and Jeez. stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Detached retina. It was a pretty, like, retina, it was one of the most dangerous, like, yeah, the list of injuries was insane. But you know what? Like, from a, you know, a purely, like, if you just look at our country in general, we don't have many lakes that freeze. No. All right, we have no lakes that freeze. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. Ever, all year round. Maybe yeah. in Canberra. <laughs> yeah. So no one goes ice skating. Mm. So whereas in Europe and America, like they have a history mm. of ice skating. Canada, they, they learn it from a really mm. young age. It's, you know, it's something that they all do. It's whereas, culture. He, yeah, whereas mm. here we don't have that. So of course people are going to injure themselves. You know what we do have? Rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> but no one really does it like, you know, well, did you, sadly, from a young um, age. A lady was killed in Mascot this week. She was on rollerblades. Oh my she God. went straight through a red light and got smacked by a truck. Oh, oh. Yeah, so she died of embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> Someone died doing Celebrity Splash in China. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. But, like, did you think, like, when you, 
Because not a contestant, it was like it's, it's the new, entourage. It's a new, it's a new did you do the, did you they do they the high board? On, <laughs> did you do the high board on Celebrity Splash? No, I only went up as far, far as five meters. Oh, that's because that's still myself. a pretty. Because I'm it's like, terrifying. Yeah, and but I hurt myself from the little one. Like I was, it was just a practice dive. I was. If you're getting concussed at five, you can't go to ten. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I think the lawyer, but gee, the indemnity forms on that one must have been. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty big. <laughs> it was funny, like um, Adam gets concussed in the swimming pool, but he's doing better than Grant and um, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff Hugel didn't make that. <laughs> well, who was it? The one celebrity? It was the cricket. Simon Andrew Simons won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a mad athlete, though. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what? We didn't know who won because we filmed to because you were out of it in hospital. No, no, no. I, they made me go back for the finale, and huh. I had to jump in feet first. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which was stupid, but yeah, because it was. Yeah, I had to. I was. They were worried there was something wrong in my neck because when you hit the water on your hands, like there's just a shock travels up through mm. your shoulders into your neck. And but yeah, I've had MRIs and everything, and everything's fine. It's just it's really stiff still, and I've mm. got um, early onset arthritis now. Oh. Um, but yeah, they we filmed. It was Tams and Lewis and Andrew Simons both won. Like they did ah. a whole big finale for both of them. So we didn't know who'd won until it was on TV, and it was on TV at like midnight one Thursday. The finale, they just <laughs> bumped it down to nowhere. <laughs> everyone got paid, so yeah, thank everyone, you very much. That was the, uh, that was the main reason I agreed to do it because you got paid whether you got kicked out or not. Like mm. you got paid regardless. Yeah, right. These days with reality, like for comics, there's not many. There's not that many chance to actually do stand up on TV. No, I mean, like thankfully, Specs and Specs is back, and it's a chance. Still, it's not stand. No, You've no, got to no. go on and know like because there are some. But I do, I find stand up really difficult to watch on television. Oh, I do too. But I mean, in case of like establishing your name, yeah, I guess. like getting like you know like you want a headline. Like Rogue was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and that was great. Like someone funny at the moment. I do gigs and I've got a few credits, but I haven't got any. Ma- like no one knows who I am. Mm. But if I use some of my credits, they do. But I have got some mates coming through who like you boys. You you haven't got that TV credit, that writing credit, and then they're hard to do. So. Mm. You sort of got like a show like because The Apprentice, the celebrity print that launched. Like Julia Morris was a great comedian, yeah. But it launched her into sort of yeah. stadiums and theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> for Australia, the state theatre. <laughs> she's playing the MCG, but she, she's, I mean, she's not she'd standing be, up there. She's just playing cricket. She'd been overseas for a long time. It was more like yeah. Celebrity Apprentice to remind people she was here. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> But yeah, so like a show like Celebrity Splash, it could have been that cult hit that sort of, yeah. Yeah, look, it was fun. I, I think I got my job on Spicks and Specs out of it. Like, I don't mm. know for sure. But yeah, there's certainly a cachet that comes with having been on a commercial TV station mm. for doing whatever it is. Mm. Like, there's just like, oh, yeah, if they want him, he must be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people, you know, executives have this weird, you know... Now oh, that, that other executive. I don't really get the wrong idea. Okay, being on the news for for, for crime <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah. count, right? Yeah. Crime Stoppers is not appropriate. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to be on Underbelly. <laughs> I'm actually a fan of Bryn Edelston. Everyone, fucking I love Bryn. Right. Oh, she's, she's really great. funny. We don't. Oh, she's not as. I think she is she more a Melbourne celebrity than? Yeah, I guess. We get occasional stories about her, but not many. She had a reality show. Yeah, which we was did, really we, funny. <laughs> she's big and brassy and ballsy. Oh and she's God. yeah, is she a statue. <laughs> she's, well, partly. <laughs> well, my mum actually, she rang me up. She went one of her craft group. They had like a fundraiser, and Bryn Edelston was a guest speaker. And I was sort of giving mum a bit crap out going. She yeah. come and I go, how was it? She goes, 
I feel sorry for her. She yeah. has a very sad life. And like my mum's like, and all the craft friends are like, oh, she was lovely, but they felt sorry for like, yeah. I think everyone wanted to give her a hug by what the end of sorry? it. Sorry, fucking Jeff put a new rinse through his hair, everything's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> they've broken up now. Yeah, they're That's gone. He's, he went on to what the, cele- oh, the, what the billionaire's the, version of yeah. Grindr or Tinder is. <laughs> the Sugar Daddy website. <laughs> I didn't even know that exists. Oh, neither did I. It's creepy. <laughs> she, um, are you a billionaire looking for a supermodel? <laughs> she did turn up once in an Aston Martin and I was like, what? She's got an Aston Martin? I go, yeah, that's just her drive around car. And I went, I would suck off Jeffrey for an Aston Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And all you got to do is name your dog Juddy after Chris Juddy. Oh, that? she loves Juddy. Juddy's the weirdest dog. Like, you know how you put your hand in front of a dog to... To smell at your hand before you pat it. Yeah. Yeah, if you do that to Juddy, he'll go you. He hates really? that. <laughs> it's the weirdest dog. <laughs> He's that, that dog's seen some And he things. wears clothes. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It's a well-dressed puppy. It's, yeah, but that dog's probably seen some sights. He's, yeah. he's walked into the bedroom with Bryn and Jeff. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't want anything hanging in front of him. Do you know what's really... <laughs> yeah, no. no. Do you know what's really weird? It's like Bryn's really weirdly shy. Like... You know, you because she looks like she's such an extrovert. Like I think all the layers of makeup and the you know the surgery and all the what, tacky clothes, boobs, uh, the boobs. <laughs> I think all of that <laughs> is her trying. Lester to... wasn't talking about Brittany; just does that every <laughs> now and then. This is boobs. <laughs> I think it's her trying to hide behind something, yeah. like because she's shy. It's like, oh, if you not if you're seeing all this, you're not seeing the real me, and that's probably I don't know. It's you know, my it weird psychotherapy. No, but it does make sense. Like, she's someone who's sort of gone from, like... Cause she's very... She was very young. Like, was she yeah, 24 yeah. or something? Early 20. And yeah. a very young... I mean, she was put into the spotlight and put into a pretty cruel environment, too. Yeah. Like, very cruel. You'd get your heckles up. Like, she's like, oh, I'm with this guy. I'm really good. And then it's sort of like a whole nation is pretty much pouring scorn on you. Also, because she'd come from America where, you know, they treat the Kardashians like they're royalty, yeah. like yeah. whereas we treat them like they're idiots. Yeah. Like they're Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she would have been, I guess, surprised at yeah. the cultural difference here. Yeah. Poor poppy hatred. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, yeah. But Selma Hayek marries a billionaire, an old billionaire, and, and, and she's woman of the year, you know. I, I didn't even know. So I didn't even know she'd married him. I, I had to bring out big busted actresses. But you, you know. and your big busted actresses. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, and um, they always marry billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, you know, Australia's just, it's our culture to bring people down to our level of shitness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the, to- the whole tall poppies. The whole tall you le- Lester, I've read your tweets. You lead the charge, buddy. <laughs> Lester, he who hasn't tweeted about the Kardashians throw the first stone. <laughs> We're a nation of former criminals. We yeah. just want everyone else to be shit as we are. And na- our national hero is Ned Kelly, a cop killer. Yeah. And Chopper Reed. Our, fav- our favourite TV show is Underbelly. Yeah. And, yeah Chopper. We love criminals. Yeah, Chopper was... yeah. <laughs> Did you have any dealings with Chopper? In- oh, once or twice, but nothing, you know. If ever, like, this is just a chance. If ever anyone wants to see cringeworthy comedy, Google Chopper Reed Comics Lounge, Brendan Burns. Oh, have you seen that? Yes. Oh, it's so, it's Brendan, it's, I'm amazed Brendan lived to tell the tale from that. It's, <laughs> what was Chopper there? Oh, it, was, well, it used to be Monday night. Chopper Reed used to host Monday nights at the I Comics Lounge. I remember seeing Brendan that week at the Comics Lounge. Like, yeah. Just, and he was, yeah. And yeah. And, <laughs> but it was just like, like the crowd had asked questions and Chopper would give his answer and Brendan, Brendan's a comedian who loves to talk and yeah. he's giving answers and he's... Listen- well, you say talk, I say shout. Shout, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. Um, and it's pretty much Chopper Reed asking Leno, like, what advice would you give 
for me, it's school chopper. And he goes, tell the teacher you'll shoot him. Or, you know, something, <laughs> that's one of the tame answers. And then, like, it just progressively gets, chopper gets more and more racist. And it's just, yeah, it's really awkward. Yeah, Check good, it out. Good night of family entertainment for yeah. all. Oh, yeah. it is. It was, it was a good night. Oh, the late chopper read. Well, yeah. To have some friends. <laughs> <laughs> the, night, the night he died, I was on at the Oatley Hotel and... I have a story. Like, I've met the real Chopper Reed. Yeah. I have a funny story about it. And I got up and I told the story. Everyone got laughs. And I said at the start, I go, look, Chopper Reed, the guy's died. I'm not going to kick him. I'm not going to say, you've got your own views, but mm. my view is he killed people. And I told my story. And after mm. I get on stage, this drunk came up to me and goes, show some respect for the dead. And I'm like, he's, he's a, a killer. Criminal. He goes, I'm going to his funeral next week. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Good on you. And yeah. <laughs> The poster. I hope that medication works out well for you. Well, the worst thing is I went off laughing and I told the headliner, Subby Valentine, and Subby laughed because it was a funny story. And then yeah. the next thing, this guy took a swing at Subby. Uh, what? Yeah, he's just, <laughs> Subby was like, turned around laughing. This guy just swung at him and then, yeah, Bart stuff got him carted out. It was, yeah, it was oh a, a nice So line. why did he try and hit Subby? You're the one who insulted his mate. Because I told the story. So he thought Subby was laughing at Chopper. Right. That was what he was screaming. <laughs> you don't laugh at Chopper. Wow. <laughs> Subby Valentine. He won Royal Comedy the year I did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on with, like, it was, who else was on? Lawrence Mooney. Lawrence Mooney. Ah. Oh. Damien Callanan. It was quite a shock. Is he at Tahir? Tahir? Oh, that's the thing. Great we sort lineup. Of, that's what I love about podcasts at the moment, because Melbourne and Sydney, it's almost like you, when was the last time you did stand-up up here? 12 years ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, and so Lawrence Mooney's only just started coming up here. Like, to me, yeah. I'd go down the comedy fest, I'd see all you guys, and now with podcasts, you can see, like, Lawrence Mooney's someone I didn't know much about until podcasting, and then, yeah, now I've seen him, it's great, so it's sort yeah. of... Yeah. I miss doing gigs up here, I used to love it. Last, I think the last run I did was um, with Justin Hamilton and Lemo, like, <laughs> back in the dawn of time, we did that weird run of gigs that you used to be able to do yeah. back in the old days. Back in the, well, Hamil- yeah, Justin came back last year. It's been a while since he's been here. Yeah. Limo was living here for a bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. now you guys got him. So, yeah, hopefully we'll see much more of you now that you've got a bit more free time. Yeah, I hope so. So, take those two weeks off, then we'll book you. You'll be back at back oh, up please. in Sydney. I'm, I'm having months off. Months I'm having off. long service leave. Long <laughs> service. Oh, I think you deserve it. Well, Adam Richards, thank you. have got a mortgage. S- <laughs> I've got a mortgage. <laughs> I'll be back next Thursday. Back next Thursday. <laughs> Sweet. See you then. So, Ryan, have we, we wrapped up for the questions? That's it? Oh, yeah. No, Unless you wanted to give an answer on what you do if you were Johnny Depp Digital in Transension, what, what would you spend your time doing? Press delete. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I <laughs> I could say, so. I just can't think. I'd probably be just trawling around Facebook pages. Yeah, and, right. Stalking, you know, be stalking people. Just yeah. updating your status. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I can't wait till the new Transformers film. Lol. Yeah. <laughs> How good's Michael Bay? Lol. Lol. Oh, if I could go on people's Facebook, I'd just be mooning people. <laughs> <laughs> just change everyone's Facebook just picture to you doing the moon. Your new profile picture is my brown eye. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Well, Adam Richards, thank you so much for Anytime. coming along. To follow you on Twitter, people can tweet you at... At Adam Richard. Follow him, ladies and gentlemen. And Spicks and Specs, I think... Oh, it's probably still on ABC too. Oh, so yeah. check it out. No, we're on ABC One still for another 12 weeks or something. Oh, another 12 weeks? Yeah, there you go. 14 so, weeks? I don't know. So check out ABC, uh, check out Speak Specs every Wednesday, just before Jonah from Tonga. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. So there you. Lester, you're on Twitter at... Lester Diamond 28. Ryan, you're on Twitter at... Ryan V. Crawford. And I'm on Twitter at M underscore W underscore H. Thank you guys for listening. For more information, check out comedyonedge.com. That's about it. Ryan, hit the music. Hit the music.